0: You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more.
1: Welcome back, Midnight Marauders, to the spine-tingling sanctum of sound that is... Dracula, the podcastula, the official companion podcast of the new off-Broadway show, Dracula, A Comedy of Terrors. From deep within the velvety shadows of off-Broadway's backstage, we're conjuring conversations with our cast and creatives, weaving webs of eerie theatrical tales, and cackling over our most bewitching backstage bloopers. So gather close, my companions. Hear the lines between the living and the laughing blur as we venture into Off-Broadway's most phantasmagoric phenomenon. Um, I'm not actually doing the whole interview in that fake voice. That's literally just the intro. I love it. That was so good. Today, I am thrilled to have the one and only Jordan Boatman with us. She is an absolute powerhouse, known for her award-winning role as Zoe in Eleanor Burgess's The Niceties, Simon Stone's Medea at the Brooklyn Academy of Music, and Murder on the Orient Express at the Kate Playhouse. She's appeared on stage in Rob Peace, Bowl, The Good Fight, and The Path, and now lights up the stage in our very own Dracula, a comedy of terrors, as my fiance Lucy. Please welcome my show girlfriend, Jordan Boatman. Hello. Hi, hi, hi. I know I'm always doing like a please welcome, and then there's no audience because we're literally in my <laughs> dressing room. <laughs> Jordan, let's dive into your role as Lucy. In Dracula, you wear multiple hats, but notably, you star as Lucy, the leading lady caught between my character, John Harker, and Count Dracula. <laughs> now, what has been your favorite part
0: about bringing her to life on the stage, and how have you made the character uniquely your own? Oh, my gosh. There's so many favorite parts. That's a good question. Good question. Um, I feel like... I mean, I'm a little bit of an Anglophile, so my favorite part was of getting ready and preparing was definitely getting to do the accent and be British and the prospect of being British for all of these months, but just kind of figuring out who exactly she was going to be and the time period and how she was going to sound. Um, so that was really fun. And then I liked, I think her love and her relationships in this play really ground her, and the relationships in general, I think, ground the show. Um, so I loved kind of imagining and figuring out what our relationship was, Mm. and how we got there, and kind of Mina, and what that would, my sister, um, what that would look like, and all of the intricacies of being the younger sister, but taking care of this older sister, who is very special, we'll say. Oh, yeah, she's needy. (laughs) She's a a little, a little, but a heart of gold, absolutely. Um, So that that was really fun, and just kind of her posture, and I'm, you know, in a, corset and i love a period piece so i was very excited to just kind of figure out what a woman in 1897 is is doing and how she's holding herself and all of that oof well i share a stage with you every night and i am always so amazed and like frankly
1: jealous of how perfect your accent work is from like transylvanian to cockney to rp um and after the show so many people have come up to me and been like is she a brit because you truly, out. I mean, you sound like you have been plucked right out of a scene from The Crown. So <laughs> has has that always come naturally to you or or have you done like some homework um, in anticipation of I this? I did a
0: lot of homework in anticipation to, of this. But yes, I don't know if it came naturally, but somewhere along the years of just randomly breaking into British accents at any given moment because <laughs> I wanted to. She's a theater um, kid, um, I'm a theater kid. Very, very, very much so. Ask literally anyone who spends more than an hour with me, you'll hear a British accent before I was ever going to be Lucy. So yes, and I just love, I mean, I I was in London this summer coincidentally and I was like, let me listen to everybody talk and I can just steal this and steal this and steal this. But I also did a lot of homework leading up to it just because, you know, because I do so many British accents for fun and for silliness, I'm like, let me actually decide where and how and when she's going to say this and do that and yeah. Oof, it's the (laughs) goods.
1: So we're here in... Our tiny, tiny dressing room surrounded by the chaos of costumes, makeup, and pre-show jitters. I got to <laughs> know, do you have any backstage rituals or superstitions before stepping out into the spotlight every night?
0: Um, Yes, I have a few. I always, and people really think I'm crazy for this one, I always look out at the audience before I go on stage. Oh my God, I do that too. Really? Yeah, we start on <laughs> other sides
1: of the stage. Yeah, so we never see each other. Ellen and I are over on one side and then you and Arnie are on the other. Yes. And she's always like, all right, how is it out there? <laughs>
0: I'm always looking because, you know, even especially if I know someone is going to be in the house yeah. that I want to know where they are before I'm out there because I'm always nervous that all my brain will wander and be like, where's Uncle so-and-so? Where's Aunt so-and-so? Um, so I always check and I just look out just a little bit just a little and peek. see what everybody's doing, see if people are excited. Um, so that's a good one. I get here. This this show I get here so early to do my makeup and get ready. I'm mm-hmm. Lucy's in a million and five layers. James or Dracula is, you know, shirtless and has and I'm like, oh, I have fifty five layers on. I'm hot. <laughs> um so I have to get here early. I get here like an hour before and I kind of I do my hair and I do my makeup and I chat with Ellen. Sometimes I listen to a little music, but Looking out at the audience is, is my big one. Mm. I can't, I I won't be going on stage unless I've seen who's out there. I shan't. I shan't do it. So sorry. Oh, the distant
1: howl of a wolf signals that it's time for a segment that I like to call Cryptic Confessions, Tales from the Dressing Tomb. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah, I do. I love it. Stupid. Um. <laughs> If you've ever experienced the whirlwind that is Dracula, a comedy of terrors, you know it is a roller coaster of quick costume changes, multiple roles, and comedy that hits like lightning. In the midst of all this, there's always room for a slip-up or two. Jordan, can you spill the tea on a moment where things didn't
0: quite go as scripted? A mishap? that still makes you chuckle or cringe. Oh my gosh, yes. Well, I almost lost my life during one of our first few weeks. I There's this, one of my favorite parts of the show, mm-hmm. actually, is I have a nightgown scene and I get to just run across the stage and throw myself against <laughs> the wall in very ingenue-esque dramatic. So melodrama. Um, for so, movie. Melodra- so melodrama. Um, but one night, it's a very long train and people asked me, Tristan, our incredible costume designer, asked me so many times, he was like, do you want me to cut the train? Do you think that it might get us? Like, no, no, please. I'm I'm a professional. I can do this. And one night, it did. James picked me up, and he put me down, and I. It got all tangled up under my feet, and I essentially ice skated across the stage and was like, please, please, universe, God, everyone out there, just let me make it to this wall. I can catch myself. I just don't want to hit the floor. And I did. I did slam very hard into the <laughs> wall front ways and then spun myself around. And James and I both struggled not to dissolve into laughter. We didn't really win the struggle, but we <laughs> and the audience all laughed together. So that was that was exhilarating. Oh, yes. Um, glad I survived. And then there's definitely just sometimes I think I overthink myself into a into a thick tongue with the accent and everything. I'm like I'm gonna forget how to talk and it's all just gonna. Blah, 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 blah. So sometimes it definitely does that. Oh, me too. And we've had I love we have great we've had great audiences and one of my favorites that I think back to is when we had this woman um, who was very animated in the house oh, screaming my. and yelling. Animated might also be code for. Overserved at the bar beforehand. Possibly. It might be. It might be. But that's between she and the bartender. Um, but she was having a great time, and I just really had to stop looking at you specifically. Oh, my specifically God, I not look at you. Every time I <laughs> couldn't would look keep it together. out of the
1: corner of my eye, I'm like, this is the first time I've ever done a scene opposite <laughs> a woman supposed to be my fiancé and cannot look her in the You're eyes.
0: not. I was like, nope. I'm just going to look at the floor. It's fine. Um, so, yes, those are, those are a couple. But there are, I mean— I think this show has such—leaves um, so much room for slip-ups and mess-ups. And but honestly, it's so much fun, and it's fun to try and keep it together and remember to be a part of this world and this play and not just dissolve, especially because we're working with such funny, brilliant people. Yep. clowns. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, would you look at that? Our postwoman is here with some fang mail from mm. the fans. Oh, hey, girl. <laughs> I asked our audience to write in with questions for Jordan. Oh, okay. um, so, Beth Rolio64 asks If you could be any other
0: character in Dracula, who would you be? Ooh, good question. Um, I, that, I think it's maybe a. I might want to give it a try on all of them, but it might be a toss up between Harker and Van Helsing. Oh, yeah. I think Van Helsing's so fun, and Arnie does such an incredible job. But I think her appearance just kind of throws everything into a new path. So I think it'd be really exciting. But I also love Jonathan not for obvious reasons. But <laughs> Jonathan, I'm really right here. <laughs> <laughs> No, because you're fabulous. But he just really pulls on my heartstrings, and he's so sweet, and he's really just giving it a go, and he's super different from me. So I think that that would be um, fun. I think.
1: I secretly oh, would love to see you play Dracula. I mean our show plays <laughs> with like gender so much. A lot yeah. of it is gender blind cast. I feel like I would watch a show one night where with... there's like a sexy lady Dracula. Oh,
0: well, you know, Come I would on. like it. I would give it a try. I would give it a try got to bring a little James energy. He comes out with so much fervor. I'm like <laughs> how can you harness that and yeah, no. I would try I would try Dracula.
1: Um Crispy Waffle Love asks. Oh,
0: good name. Do you have a favorite Halloween
1: costume that you've gone as?
0: Yes, (gasps) I absolutely do. Um, Last last Halloween, I believe it was last Halloween, maybe two Halloweens ago, I was a witch, um, and I'm a very witchy, magical Mm. gal. I love – Charmed was my favorite TV show growing up for you Charmed fans out there. Um, So I was very excited, and I had done a play reading during COVID, um, a virtual play reading, and they'd sent me a real corset, um, and I – As I said, I love a period piece. I love a period Mm. costume. So I was like, I saw it immediately and was like, I'm going to be a witch. I can use. (laughs) (laughs) I think that they're. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I think they're correcting our electrical (laughs) problems, I would say.
1: They're. Oh yeah! In the background, you can probably hear some sound effects going on. Magic of backstage. We've got some <laughs> lightning. We've got some guitar stings. Mm-hmm. So you went as a sexy period witch. So I went witch. as a
0: sexy period witch. Nice skirt, big hat, boots. I'm also a big Harry Potter fan, so I pulled out my Harry Potter wand and was like fully ready to go casting spells on everyone. I was very excited. That oh was a gosh. good one. That was my. That's probably my favorite of recent years. This background music is kind of cracking me up. <laughs> lovely like, toll of the bells. <laughs>
1: do we keep going? I feel like just gives a little know, taste, yeah, It's a little extra it's good, yeah. ambiance. <laughs> um, Alexa Springfield asks, "Would you ever spend the night in a place that's said to be haunted?" No.
0: You no, wouldn't. not even no. Not e- I might go for fun, like to yeah. no, and that's a lie. A real place that's haunted, yeah. like really said to be haunted, yeah. I am I watch a lot of movies, Mm -hmm. and I don't feel the need to fall prey to those kinds of traps.
1: See, I am the exact opposite. If I found out a place was haunted, I would go there ten times sooner. (laughs) I, I might go to.
0: I would like to go like during the day, walk around, uh, see oh what's no. going on. Oh no, I want to be like no. dead at night. No, please tell me how walking it goes
1: through a creaky hallway.
0: If you survive, send back an update on how it went, and maybe I'll go again. And but at night, like I every Halloween, I love to go to a haunted house. Like mm. I like I like that kind of fanfare and fear and dram- dramatics. But no real real danger, real haunting. I'm mm-mm. no, how I don't think that? so.
1: Ella Harper Sky
0: wonders, what is something you're proud of, but never get an excuse to talk about? Oh, my gosh. I like that question. That's a great question. Something I'm proud of, but never get an excuse to talk about. I mean, there's, I, I well, I was a gymnast for a really long time, and I'm no proud way. of that. That was, that was very trying, but also really fun. I, like, broke a hip at one point, so that, oh, no. that ended. Yeah. So I'm less proud of that moment. Yeah, but that's not great. That's okay. But I really, I I loved being a gymnast, so I'm very proud of that. And uh, I'm a singer, and I don't talk i'm when I'm not singing for work, I don't talk about that a lot, so I, that's something I'm really proud of.
1: yeah, I can it's funny because this is not a musical, but there'll be times I will catch you singing <laughs> just like riffing a line like just as a throwaway <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wait, give me more. <laughs> I need
0: yeah I can't I can't really stop myself. I'm just always humming some ridiculous, probably Disney tune out of this out of my <laughs> mouth. <laughs> Thank you to
1: everyone who sent in questions. If you have any questions for the cast, or if you would like to share your experience seeing Dracula Accommodative Terrors, shoot us a DM at Dracula the Podcastula*, or email your questions to podcastula at bpn.fm, and you could be featured in a future episode. <laughs> All right, we're switching gears because I'm on a mission to boost our follower count. <laughs> it's time for the Vampiral Moment of the Week. This segment isn't just about the eerie, eerie echoes, echoes you're hearing. Here. There's also a visual spectacle awaiting you on our social platforms. So make your way over to at Dracula the Podcastula to witness the captivating theatrics in full color. Jordan, it's game time. I present to you... The Gothic Lip Read Challenge. Oh goodness! Okay. <laughs> okay, so here's the deal. You're gonna put on headphones and blare some death metal while I utter some spooky phrases, and you're going to try and read my lips and guess what I'm saying.
0: Oh goody! Think you okay. can handle it? Yes, absolutely. I don't know if I'm gonna do it well, but I'm gonna handle it.
1: All right. Can you hear me?
0: <laughs> I, no, I no, don't you think can't you hear so now.
1: Okay. Okay, great.
0: <laughs> Vicious
1: veins vanish at dawn.
0: Fish's face, fish oil. <laughs> oh my god, I'm dying. <laughs>
1: Frightening fangs, fear the light.
0: F***ing fans, fake, I. that's not it. Cursed coffins creak. Curses coffee and cream.
1: <laughs> Eerie eyes, echo evil.
0: Hairy eyes, hello evil. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Haunted halls harbor horrors.
0: All of the somethings are cold. <laughs> Black bats
1: bring bad luck.
0: Black baths bring bad luck. That's pretty close. Oh, okay.
1: Okay, we'll do one more. <laughs> Terrifying tombs tell tales.
0: Terrifying doom. la la <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god! Okay, we're gonna stop, and I'm gonna do some with you, cause okay. this is so red.
0: <laughs> ready? Oh no. Okay. Chilling <laughs> chance of the cursed. Chilling chats. Mm-hmm. Chase cheese. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was close. The ghostly graveyard groans. Thin little. <laughs> Thrones? <laughs> Mystic mirrors mirror madness. Bootleg <laughs> burdens <laughs> bathe badly? <laughs> no, not at all. Sinister shadows stalk silently. Little leather lick lemons? Mm-mm. No. <laughs> Frightful phantoms float freely.
1: Fearful Mm. phantoms float freely?
0: That was so close! That was so close! Should we do one more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's. Oh. Nebulous nightmares navigate night. Leprechauns
1: love Levitating lightly? No.
0: <laughs> Ow. No. That was the best <laughs> oh, no. one. No.
1: If you want to try this challenge with one of your friends, tag us at Dracula the Podcastula and we'll reshare the best ones. Well my friends. We've come to an end of another chilling chapter of Dracula, the podcastula. Our heartfelt gratitude to the amazing Jordan Bowman for diving into the darkness with us, craving more of Jordan. Of course you are. Stalk her in the digital shadows of Instagram at Jordan Nolvery. That's spelled Jordan, K-N-O-L-V-E-R-E-E. And don't forget, you can always find me lurking at Kenan Blogger. Our show, at Dracula Comedy, and naturally the podcast, at Dracula the Podcastula. If the sinister sounds of our session have enchanted you, please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Those reviews mean the world to us and help others find our show, so please take a moment to drop one. And if today's episode has piqued your interest and you're eager for more, visit DraculaComedy.com to secure your tickets. Thirst not, dear listeners, for the crypt will soon creak open again with more tales of theatrical terror. Until next time, see you in the shadows. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dracula the Podcastula, the official podcast of Dracula, a comedy of terrors, now playing off-Broadway at New World Stages in New York City. Make sure to visit bpn.fm slash podcastula where you can discover more about the show, find links to get tickets to see the show in person, and listen to the entire show as a radio comedy. This has been produced and edited by Alan Seals for the Broadway Podcast Network. Dracula, a comedy of terror's original music and sound design by Victoria DiOrio, with additional podcast design by Alan Seals. Episodes designed, hosted and recorded by me, Andrew keenan bolger Special thanks to Scott Bixby. Make sure to connect with me online at Keenan Blogger, with this podcast at Dracula the Podcastula, and with the show at Dracula Comedy. If you've made it this far in the episode, thanks again for listening. It must mean that, unlike Dracula themselves, this doesn't suck, and you must enjoy my biting humor. Make sure to share this with your friends, and to leave a five-star review. Until next time. (laughs) (coughs) Sorry. Down the wrong pipe.